Live to see it, friends, and welcome to The World Transformed. This program is your guide to an astounding future that lies ahead, one that will be here sooner than you think, and one that you have an important role to play in bringing about. At The World Transformed, we want to introduce you to what may be the greatest transformation of them all, the one that begins with considering and acting on the almost limitless possibilities that lie before us, and it ends somewhere beyond the reach of the human imagination. So, when does this amazing future begin? Well, today is the day. My name is Phil Bowermaster, and with me in the virtual studio is my co-author, co-futurist, and co-host, Stephen Gordon. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Phil. How are you? Well, I am super fantastic. Happy Friday. How are you, my friend? Man, I'm glad to get to the end of the week, and uh, yeah, uh, doing great. This week has just raced by, hasn't it? It's just been a... It's been a <laughs> It's been a fast week, and we've been talking about important topics all week. We started, we started the week with kind of a geeky one, got real on Wednesday with CRISPR and talking about gene editing and all the wonderful benefits that that's potentially going to provide, and wrapping up the week with one of our favorite topics, of course, which is fighting aging, and talking about the fact that it is turning a corner in this world. It's, it's turning a corner in terms of an idea that when we first started doing this show and when we first started blogging about it was a little bit out there, actually kind of way out there, the idea that... Yeah, it was way out there. Let's just say yeah. it. It was, uh, it was, that was the domain of uh, snake oil salesmen and, uh, and, and the extremely naive. And since we, right. didn't, have anything to, since we didn't have anything to sell, uh, we, were, we were classified uh, by, by some people as extremely naive in this, to believe well, that... Yeah, uh, we're just... You know, nuts. Yeah, yeah you know, basically yeah. kooks who who uh, will believe anything gullible um, for for getting suckered in by something like that. And there's a reason that people think that. The, the truth is that throughout all of history, anybody who said they had a cure for aging was a quack, Any, you know, at best. Or the, you know, our con man, con man trying to sell you something that you didn't, you know, wouldn't be of any use to you or even worse would hurt you. Um, that's right, a quack or a charlatan or a con man. Uh, that's yeah. that, that who has promoted anti-aging throughout history. Now we've got a whole new group of people promoting anti-aging, and the worm may have turned here, okay? The, uh, the, the story I've got linked here, one of China's top investors just put $25 million into a U.S. anti-aging company. And we talked about this in, in regards to space a couple weeks ago, you know, when people start putting money into something, that doesn't necessarily mean it's real because people have been known to put money into a lot of crazy things over the years. So that, that's, not, that's not proof that it's real. But when you look at someone like this, this uh, Lai Kaxing, Li Kaxing, uh, richest man in Hong Kong, when this guy starts putting money into something, it usually turns into something, right? It's it's yeah. not that, there's a reason not, he's the richest man in Hong Kong. He uh, he has a <laughs> exactly he has a way of, uh, of 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 picking things that are about to about to hit big. Uh, things like Facebook, Spotify, Siri, uh, DeepMind. He's uh, he's he's gotten in on the ground floor on those things, and so and, and he's work and, and he's working on Impossible Foods, which is uh, worthy of a show of its own. We'll have to talk about them. They're they're the ones who are making a vegetarian alternative to meat, which is indistinguishable from meat, and they're doing it at the molecular level, like the 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 biochemical level. Uh, that that one is an interesting one because I'm I'm interested to see what what becomes reality first. Will it be impossible meat or will it be that meat, right? Which of those which of those two comes yeah, online? He is a clone, bad clone on that. from a, a clone from animals, so so it, it would actually be meat. I it mean, would actually you know, be meat. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, my preference is for is for vat meat. This guy has bet on Impossible Foods. It doesn't say he hasn't bet on vat meat though. Uh, he's got yeah, a huge yeah, portfolio. That's true. Though, he could so. he could have money riding on both of those stuff. So yeah, because there could there could well be money to be made on on both of them. But what he has done is he has just put twenty five million dollars into Chromadex, which is um, which is big time promoting a compound named the most promising ingredient of the year in 2012. This is niogen, okay? Niogen is this, um, if, if I'm not mistaken, it's the, it's the one that works on the telomeres. Is that right? We were talking about right. telomeres it's, briefly. It's a, uh, it's a type of uh, vitamin B, I believe, um, a special type of vitamin B. And, uh, well, you know, we, you know, a lot, a lot of us uh, take a, a a B vitamin complex, right? It's multiple uh, forms of vitamin B already. Well, it's just another one that uh, appear, appears to uh, to uh, to work on uh, on telomeres and in uh, some ways, at least chemically, uh, tends to make us a little younger, and that's the hope anyway. So there's there's lots of R and D going into this. The um Interesting breakthroughs uh, with niogen. Where some research with mice. We've we've talked about this quite a bit uh, over the over the last uh, over over the last few years. Um, the uh, what is it called? Uh, NAD plus, right? Is the uh, is is the component inside your cells that you want to increase? You increase that, and it's associated at least so far in you know in lab experiments with animals that is associated with with slowing down aging, with actually reversing some of the effects of aging. Niogen does this, okay? In, in tests, it's been shown to, in, to increase the NAD plus levels and achieve those benefits. So it's not, it's not quote-unquote the for aging, but it's a good treatment for aging. This is, um, Stephen, the very thing that you predicted we would be seeing about now, and, and here it is. This is... Not, not the end of the for curing aging, but it's the beginning of the end, maybe for aging. Right when you see treatments like this uh, coming online, um, <laughs> aging is getting old. Is what we're trying to say, right? <laughs> aging is getting old. The clock is ticking on aging. How's that for <laughs> irony? Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we, we were talking on Wednesday about uh, about how CRISPR uses. Uh, uses viruses and bacteria's own tricks against them, right? Here we are now using uh, using aging's ultimate trick against it, right? Yeah, sorry, aging, you're running out of time here because we've got a lot of people working on this in a lot of different ways. And this is one encouraging development towards aging. When we say aging gets real, if you look around, there's a lot of this kind of thing going on. This isn't, this isn't the only one, and we're not going to get into all of them today, but we did mention CRISPR on Wednesday, which is another potential, uh, actually multiple potential ways of addressing aging are encompassed within what, with, with what CRISPR could do. As you were saying at the SENS conference, uh, Aubrey de Grey's group, everyone's talking CRISPR, right? Because going in and, right. and, and fiddling with the genes looks to, be, look, looks to be one of the most promising ways. So I guess my question is, at what point do we turn a corner here and people stop speculating about whether there will be a treatment 
for aging, and people start complaining that they aren't getting the treatment for aging that they were looking for, right? Are we are we close? Are, to yeah, this you know this you know has has effectively changed my age from uh, from fifty to uh, forty five. Where where the heck is my field to turn me into age thirty? Right? Um, right. Um, right. You know, it's it, it it doesn't quite get me all that I want. Right? It's uh, um, that's yeah. I think we start complaining about <laughs> the. Uh, our anti-aging uh, uh, treatments almost immediately. We, that's that's the nature of humanity. We we will always we you know the desire for more is always there with us. So well, and I think uh, what's important about that is that we're going to go from uh, as as I think we're, it's it's a similar corner to what we're going to turn with self-driving cars. There's all this resistance to the idea, and there's all this well maybe someday. And then suddenly it's the uh, dude. Where's my self-driving car? Right. That, right. that people are gonna they're they're gonna look around. They're gonna say, well, I see this happening. I want it now. Or I've got this thing and it does part of this. I want it to do the rest. Um, well, think, which, think of it this way: there's like with something like self-driving cars, there's multiple corners to be turned. But one of the most important corner to be turned was to get the experts on board believing that it was possible. We are well right. past that now. I mean, uh, the, right. maybe the maybe uh, the public is not convinced because there's not a lot of self-driving cars on the road, um, and and uh, you know a lot of the public are, uh, is uh, blissfully unaware that it's about to happen, right? I mean, it's just you know something they may have heard in passing uh, on the news while while on the way to the kitchen to grab something to drink, right? A lot of a lot of people it just hasn't dawned on people that we're about to get there, but the experts are not only convinced. I mean, they're they're uh, you know they're they're well into generation two or three of the technology that they're about to release, right? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I was, think we're you know I, I was going to say I, I, I was oh, yeah, go ahead go ahead I was just going to complete the analogy and say that anti aging is uh, the experts are beginning to believe there are some experts that are beginning to believe that it's possible and yeah well. And, and so we're not, you know, we're not as far along that road. We haven't quite turned the corner with, uh, uh, with uh, you know, as has uh, self-driving cars. But, uh, you know, give it a couple of years. And uh, we, yeah, exactly. Well, we were having lunch with a couple of friends last week. Uh, they're both um, kind of prominent attorneys in the, in the Denver area. And just talking this and that, you know, just catching up. And he brings up, self-driving cars and say, have you heard about this thing and he starts talking about the insurance companies really think this is real and he's selling me on the idea of self-driving cars which is really astounding to me one yeah i'm having a conversation about it and i didn't bring it up right right and right two was it you some, this time somebody else is trying to with a crazy idea you know <laughs> yeah somebody else is trying to persuade me that this is real i'm like well this is uh this is, you know this what is a new place phil is just when you find yourself in this situation you need to, uh, uh, you know, uh, portray yourself as the ultimate curmudgeon. Convince me. I don't believe it. Put you, put, you know, cross your arms to, across your chest and and kick back and say, well, this is just stupid. So why why would this even work? And and let and let the normal people convince you, Phil. That would be fun. I think you'd have a good. That time. would be fun. Just roll your eyes. Oh, that'll be the day. That's come on. That's not self-driving cars. That'd be actually that would be kind of fun. Yeah, I hadn't occurred to do it sometime and report back uh, when 
when you know some uh, uh, you know elderly relative or something brings it up at Thanksgiving or something like that. Something so, some topic that we've been discussing for years. Uh, uh, you know, let them convince you this time. I, I think you, you'd have fun with that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I feel like it, 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 it puts us to the point where we've got to say new things about self-driving cars, that's for sure. Because I'm hearing, right. you know, it's like somebody else is making my argument for me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but, but the other thing is it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a marker on the way to something really happening. Um, you know, that uh, the crazy guys, us kooks, aren't pushing it anymore. It's, it's popping up on its own <laughs> in, in everyday conversations. And we're going to see that happen, as you said. We're going to see that happen now with anti-aging treatments. People are, are going to get a whiff of this, and I don't know. That's, it's going to have a lot of appeal to a lot of people. It's, it's, it's almost hard yeah. to well, I mean, who, uh, who not uh, ironically the age, make the case for this? Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Who Go ahead. the yeah. age of 40 would not want it? You know, right. I mean, there's, I mean uh, everybody wants it. You know, it's, it's, uh, um, we, <laughs> we all well remember uh, when, uh, when, you know, body parts didn't hurt when you rolled out of bed in the morning. You know, I mean, that's, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we had energy to do more. And that's, and, you know, uh, everybody is going to want anti-aging when it's available. Nobody and, uh, has to make get, a case for any aging. You, yeah. you, you I'm going to get and, as soon as it's available. I'm going to get in my self-driving car and tell me tell it to take me to the doctor. I want it, you know, immediately. Right. So take me to um, the Robo Doc and let me get my uh, <laughs> let me get my anti my anti-aging treatment. But yeah, it's it, the, right. you know, there's a talk about a growing market. Talk about a well-defined market. Anybody who doesn't like getting older, okay, that's everybody who's getting older. Which oh, is everybody. So. The market is there. This is the one that no one will, few will have to be talked into. There actually are people who, oh, well, you know, they get this tone of voice and they talk about, well, if you cure aging and overpopulation and blah, blah, and circle of life and death is never. There, well, there is I, I, I suspect it, that uh, most of those people will be hypocritical about it. They're, they're worried about overpopulation <laughs> as long as they're not talking about themselves. Well, exactly. Um, I, you know, they're going to they're gonna say, they're going to say, well, the, well, I know what you know. We we don't overpopulate the world, but I've got arthritis, and uh, this will actually help me with that. So I'm I'm taking it just for the arthritis. And oh, it turns out I didn't get cancer or heart disease. But generally, I'm opposed to this idea. Yeah, that'll that'll be the argument. I do seem to be living longer, but I'm not doing it on purpose. It was just for the arthritis. So yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> whatever it is, they'll say it is make themselves right. feel okay about it. Yeah, I, I think you're right. There are going to be a lot of hypocrites about that. And eventually, everybody's going to be um, on board with the idea that not having your body fall apart is really a nice idea. That's, you know, that's just <laughs> true. <laughs> I don't think it, that's, not going to, that's not going to be a hard push to make at all. So this is exciting. You know, just one story, one, one quick glimpse into what's happening with anti-aging. But don't worry. I guarantee you, if we're doing this show again next week and in the weeks to come, we're going to be talking a lot more about anti-aging because it, this this is becoming this is becoming real. It's happening as we speak, and it's very exciting stuff. And with that, Stephen, I think we can move safely to other geek. Other geek. Well, this is a, this is a segment in the show we do every Friday or almost every Friday. It seems like uh, where we just uh, talk about. Other geeky things that may have nothing to do with futuristic type topics. Sometimes it does, but uh, anyway, you had pointed to something on Facebook, uh, Phil, during the week. Um, uh, the thing is becoming a board game. 
So yeah, well, you're my board you game guy, right? You you, yeah. you have you uh, you know frequently when we do other geek, uh, well not frequently, but many several times when we've done this segment talking about geeky stuff, kind of your geek specialty is games, right? Yeah, you, yeah, you're, yeah. You're Mr. Board games, t- Mr. Board game games of all sorts, uh, card games, board games, you know, whatever. And it's and kind I of a thing. Uh, you know, has become a board game, and I'm like, yeah. well, I got to get Stevens. Two cents on this because the thing is just a, a really fun movie, but it's hard to picture playing it as a game, right? I mean, that's yeah, the, yeah. I, I, uh, I, my smart, my smart aleck comment was that um, my least favorite part of the game will be the blood, having to do blood tests on each other. So. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we're geeks, okay? Because if you don't yeah. know what that means, you got to go watch the thing. And shame on you yeah. for not knowing what he's talking about. <laughs> That's a non-geek person who has a life. Who, who yeah, who has a life. Because uh, you know. <laughs> we're not going to describe anyway. the blood test scene. We couldn't do it justice. You have to go watch the movie. And if yeah. seriously, if you haven't seen the thing, watch the thing. Come on. That's a, that, that is one of the funnest monster movies I think ever made. Right? It's actually yeah. a remake of a 1950s movie, which is kind of fun in its own right. But this is a John Carpenter movie from 80, what, two, three, I don't know, somewhere in there. And... Uh, and it's just it's just a wonderful, fun, creepy, scary movie. But how do you turn that into a game? What happens? Well, I I, I don't know. I've not yet played it. So, uh, but you know, there's there's another game that uh, I need to get my hands on. Big Trouble in Little China. So I, I'm I'm thinking definitely there's going to be a Kurt Russell uh, game night in my future. I'm going to have to uh, play both the thing and Big Trouble in Little China. So. <laughs> you can, you can, for both of those, you can broadly imagine what the object of the game is, right? In in the thing, the object is not to be taken over by the thing and killed by it or become part of it, or, or to allow the well, thing to, to get away and uh, and, uh, and 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 destroy all world life right. on Earth. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, basically, basically, you got to save. In both of them, you got to save the world. Okay, the object of the game in both would be to save the world. In the thing, it's to save the world from. The uh, this this monster in Big Trouble in Little China, you're saving the world from the villainous David Lopan, who is uh, planning on what is he? He wants to live forever and take over the world, basically. And only yeah. uh, only Jack Burton and his friends can uh, <laughs> can stop him from doing that via their flying kung fu and other uh, uh, other tricks. I, I would say this: um, there has got to be a card in the Big Trouble in Little China game that says feeling kind of invincible, right? You need to roll the dice. You need to land on his face, turn a card over, and says, oh, I'm feeling kind of invincible. The game's no good if that doesn't happen. Yeah, it's got to be that, you know. The swagger has to be in it. I mean, or it's not Big Trouble in Little China. you got to... That's right. Big Trouble in Little China, I have to say, one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, (laughs) Just fun, you know. it It is just a fun movie, and also... Is there anything else in the world even remotely like it? Right? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a unique artifact. It, as far as fun goes, I, I'm going to make I'm going to make a little segue here, Phil, and, and, and okay. talk about next. As far as fun goes, it matches sort of Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, I mean, oh, okay. Guardians. It, it, you've, I'm, I'm sure you've seen the original Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Uh, as far as just, I have not, absolutely. I, I, I've been you thinking have, about cats getting caught up. I haven't seen it yet. No. Not okay, well, you need to see the original before you go see uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy uh, in the theater, okay? 
uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is, is now playing in the theater. But anyway, yeah, as far as just, just fun, uh, the only thing I can think that matches Big Trouble is Guardians. It's just right. that fun. It's that fun. And, uh, of course, uh, here in the sequel, Kurt Russell is in the sequel, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And so, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I, you know, I, let me just qu- real quick just say that, um, and I'm, uh, without being spoilery at all, um, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 delivers the goods. Uh, I would, okay. If I was giving a letter grade, I would give an A-plus to, uh, to, to the original Guardians movie. It's just a perfect piece of cinema fluff, fun from beginning to end, uh, awesomeness, right? And, uh, um, and uh, you know, by and large, uh, Guardians 2 uh, does the same. Uh, I would give it an A-minus. It's, okay. uh, it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, in some ways it's, uh, a, a little more thoughtful in, 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 while maintaining most of the, you know, maintaining the fun vibe that you have, it, it gets into the characters a little more. Uh, it kind mm. of, uh, explains some of the motivations. So, and so you, you don't have a lot of characterization in the original. It's just, you know, popcorn fun. Well, it, it, it kind of gets into that a little bit in the, in the sequel. And so. It might lose just a little bit of uh, that fun vibe, maybe, but uh, it's 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 very interesting. Um, well, that's and, and you know what, Stephen? Maybe that's the advantage of a standalone, right? Because imagine yeah. some alternate universe where they made a big trouble in Little China too, where they got a little deeper into Jack Burton's character. It's like, would that have been a good thing? I'm not sure that. It no, no, Jack Burton doesn't need to be deep. That's the thing about Jack. <laughs> I mean, you, <laughs> you, you want him magnificently shallow. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, it's all in the reflexes, you, right? The, the man, the man has no <laughs> the reflex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's responding to what happens. Brilliant, oh, gosh. You know, to, to you know, and, and you know, there's no doubt in you know in in his mind, he is he is the hero of the epic, right? I mean, it, <laughs> you know, in the way that he tells it, he, he is the hero. And but, you know, well, you know he, it's funny if you go back and look at the movie and actually watch it. He's almost a bystander, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all yeah, around him doing heroic things, you know. <laughs> but but he 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 delivers in the you know when it uh, when it becomes most critical. Yeah, it Not really matter. He finally. If you haven't seen, by the way, if if you haven't seen the thing in Big Trouble in Little China, just do yourself a favor, okay, and watch yeah, these movies because yeah. they're they're that good. Now I'm going to do myself a favor and watch Guardians. You of the need Galaxy. to go see I'll Guardians the first one. Watch first one first, obviously. But uh, yeah, and um, without being too spoilery, I want to say one thing about uh, some tech, uh, some cinema tech that was used to magnificent effect in Guardians Two. Okay. Okay. You've seen Go some de aging. Um, what's some examples of some movies that have used de aging on the actors? Um, you know, um, Benjamin Button. Um, right. Right. You know, uh, they they did we, it in one of the uh, uh, one of the. Uh, the Tron Captain America movies where they de-aged Iron Man, right? In Civil War, yeah. right? Wasn't, yes. Well, in, in, in Ant-Man, uh, we saw a young Michael Douglas. And, yeah, that's uh, right. Yes. So and, the Marvel uh, movies have been doing even, it a even, lot. Uh, they got all these War, old actors saw, they have to make younger. Yeah, Yeah, we saw a young Robert Downey Jr. in, um, in Civil War. Uh, right. And so, it's, uh, so this has been done before. And uh, but you know it's always uh, I, there's always this effect I see you know it's just it's always been not quite right okay uh-huh. I mean, it's just you know you can always tell that it's been you know that it's an effect 
you can you can you can kind of see that it's maybe it's just a little it seems a little uh, blurry almost the face does or maybe the mouth doesn't move quite right it's you know and um you know the the young princess leia and and rogue one was i, I thought it was pretty bad it, it didn't you know that that didn't look like uh that didn't look like princess leia uh you know in the moments leading up to uh a new hope to me very much, you know, it no, just, it looked, uh, it looked very CGI to me, you know, and, and, yeah, and very so CGI, did. very Tarkin was a, a little bit that way too. Right. I mean, yeah, I uh, thought so. Yeah. Both, both of them did, yeah. did not look great, yeah. but yeah. And Tarkin better than, than, than princess Leia. But, uh, um, anyway, I, I say all this to say there's, there's a, uh, we get, we get a 1980s vintage Kurt Russell in guardians of the galaxy, uh, two, at the beginning, and it is absolutely perfect. Oh, really? They got it down. You oh, cannot tell. You cannot tell that it's an effect. You think, oh, my God. I mean, you know, at what point in the 80s did they start filming Guardians of the Galaxy 2, you know? Um, Very cool. That good. Well, that's it good. Is that mean, good. Because that says, that says that we can make young Kurt Russell movies again, and I think the world yeah. needs that. Okay. Yeah. Not. It, not. It doesn't not have sequels, to be. Not remakes. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a sequel fresh. to uh, Big Trouble. <laughs> no. No, and it doesn't need to be a sequel to Escape New York or any of it. But just you know, think about these wonderful, weird, one-off movies he was in. Let's let's get a new Kurt Russell movie going. But I, I want to say something about the uniqueness of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Having not seen it, okay. Um, you know you can look at it and see that it's different, right? That, it, that it's yeah. different from, from other movies. It's got a very different look to it. I was watching uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 on uh, Netflix, and they got this old 1978 horrible science fiction movie, The Star Crash, which I saw back in the day with Marjo Gortner. Just this just awful, awful movie. But there's this one scene where um, the just the composition of the shot, there's this big blue alien and there's these other people. And, and just for a moment, you've got this one glimpse of something. And one of the bots says, Oh, it looks like a community theater production of guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> and you immediately, immediately know what they're saying. You look at it and go, yeah, that does. That looks like a scene from guardians of the galaxy. And I haven't even seen guardians of the galaxy. I just know what they were talking about. And when you've achieved that level of like visual identification, I think that's uh, that's really impressive. So I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing that movie for that. Oh yeah, and, and your your kids will uh, your kids will love Guardians of the Galaxy. I will say this about the second one. Um, I was just a little bit disappointed. There was a couple of instances of uh, crude humor uh, beyond which I would have preferred them to go in the second one. Oh, yeah. yeah the, How did they do? I, I wish they, I wish they hadn't gone there with a just just just. I mean, it was real brief, and it was just a couple of couple of instances, but. Uh, you know, well, you don't do that, guys. I mean, this is supposed to be this, this is supposed to be kid appropriate. I mean, you know, this is fun stuff. You know that the kids would enjoy uh, along with the adults. Um, and uh, it, it, they went they went just a little bit too far on uh, two instances in uh, Guardians Two that I uh, I would prefer they not do. But anyway, that's that's just me. That's just me as a dad. Okay. Well, you just you just. You're just a grumpy old guy, but yeah, yeah I, I'm I, I tend to be that way. I'm, you know, I'm, in my day, I have, we didn't do that. Exactly. Uh, but, I have young children, and I'm very careful about what I expose them to. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to um, take it, that. The, uh, Guardians, the original, uh, is no problem. I think they would enjoy that with you. You might want to view uh, Guardians two before taking the little kids. So. Yeah. 
take that caution, Stephen. Well, there it is. We've geeked yeah. out thoroughly, and we've, uh, we've finished our week. It's been fun. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you all for being with us. We're going to be back with three new shows, brand new shows next week. Look forward to being with you all then. And until next time, live to see it. <laughs> <laughs>